0: It's bear base! Yeah, I know. Shit. Fuck! Fuck! Yeah, it burns so fucking bad! Hey, is that there? Bear Maze to the eye! Oh. Straight it to the eye. eye! Okay.
1: Help! It really? they got me
0: right in the eye with Bear Maze. I, yeah, I, I, I got it. Keep streaming. I am. I got it, My face is burnt, too. You gotta get him out of here. No, I can't even look. I can't even. Keep streaming me. Someone... I'm streaming. So get someone to stream me. I got it. We got it, baby. It's Rick Wright right here. I got it. okay. What is my people saying? Uh, all right. Damn, that sucks.
1: Milk. I need
0: more milk. Baked, I it's, it's going
1: to hurt for a second. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, TC and
0: Jake.
1: <laughs> Happy Zeke Release Day to all who
0: celebrate. Dude. Huge. And I think uh, Baked should be getting released soon. Who? Baked.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, everyone we love getting released. I know. I know. It's pretty, I know. pretty cool. Pretty cool across the board. What's, uh, is is he in
0: for J6? Yes. I don't remember yeah. what's going on with Faith. Yeah. I think he got 60 days. I'm not exactly sure when he started serving, but his sentencing was in early January. So he probably, he's probably coming up on a big release. Seems like a pretty good guest idea. It does seem like a good guest idea. But no, it's huge news. Big day for the Cowboys finally, now maybe we'll finally get the, uh, the, uh, Cabo workout documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of got back burnered
1: mm-hmm. as they say, you know? There's more to, more to the story now, though, you know? You can kind of tell a different narrative of the, you know, the rise, the fall, the rise, the fall, the rise, now we have another fall, a lot of yeah. twists. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um... <clears throat> I think we also have the opportunity to get your exclusive Stefan Gilmore reaction, right? That happened after the show
0: yesterday, didn't it? It did, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of lost track of him. I was not watching a lot of Colts games last year unless, you know, they were playing the Cowboys or. But you know, I know did they played the, the Cowboys. They did. He had a he had a couple of big plays in that game. I don't know. For, um, for the price, like, even yeah, if he for sucked sure. last year
1: you know he was yeah. once the defensive player of the year and it's just a fucking compensatory pick
0: yeah um i think it would have been you know i heard bob say yesterday like well i mean if you imagine amari cooper not for a fifth but amari cooper for stephon gilmore uh then it makes a lot more sense but uh at least the way that i've looked at you know the numbers last year and everything i say why not both <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) could you just keep him and also trade one of you I have like a bunch of compensatory picks so could I have had Amari for one two maybe even three more years and also trade a mid-round pick for a guy for one year feels like he could have but whatever it's a good day
1: it's never gonna make sense
0: and (laughs) just stop trying (laughs)
1: hearing them like watch it go as badly as it could have possibly gone and then still be sitting there of like we love the deal it was a great yeah. deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- Pretty sweet. we're just locked into idiots. Whenever the idiots occasionally do something that uh, seems like a little bit better than idiot level, it's it's time to celebrate. And we've had two of those moves in the last 24 hours. I mean, of course, you're not, you know, riding anything close to the Bears level high, but you, you take your wins when you can get them.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to talk sports today because it's before the show right now. So my one note for you is. Um, I think if it were my team, even if I had just gotten a huge haul, if I were a fan of the team, I would be like, drafting Bijan at nine is insane. Yeah. Like, it's just proven over and over and over again that it just doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Christian McCaffrey, do, it doesn't matter. And but as, a, as an outsider, watching a team with DJ Moore, Justin Fields, and Bijan Robinson seems pretty fucking tight i don't i don't know nah. i i i mean it would be over quick you know they're wearing down but like they could just basically break out the vince young option offense, and i would i would be very intrigued by that see i just
1: i think anytime you got a quarterback like that your the your running back's gonna shine regardless like it's one of the cool things about having a, a running quarterback is you don't need like even more than other teams. You don't need to invest in running back. They're just going to be able to kill it regardless. And That's uh, why I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Herbert <laughs> But Herbert's fucking great too. I I love Herbert. He's fucking Pollard level. As much as you love Pollard, I love Herbert. He's guy. Who that did they just let guy. go? David Montgomery went to the Lions. Okay, so maybe they will just He's Brian there. The Khalil. Um so, yeah, I mean, you know, Montgomery's fine. They never overpaid him at any point. Uh, but, yeah, you you know, as we've always said, uh, just draft running backs in the mid-rounds and fucking run them. Like, you know, that's Herbert was like a fourth or fifth, uh, and he was fucking great the second he got there. He was great in college. Like, it's not like it was some big mystery. It's just you can wait until then to get a running back. Like... You know, I think yeah. everyone in the NFL knew that he was about that good,
0: and he, that's what they valued him. Um, uh, so, by the way, let's move on. Yes, no more. Yes, I I uh, I remember the lawyer I was trying to remember last week. Okay, I don't remember when a- you were trying to remember a lawyer. We were talking about something, and I was like, "Man, there was a Wikipedia page I wanted to tell you about. It was Irving Azoff." Okay, I've heard Do you know that, who that name. Is? I
1: don't know who yeah. that is.
0: So, I first. My my wormhole started when I saw Steve Ballmer giving a tour of the new Intuit Dome. Dude,
1: that which was looks so
0: good, fucking incredible. Yeah,
1: everything about the dome had me fired the fuck up, and then that was some of the best audio I've ever heard. You show, is just I love killing. him, dude.
0: And I watched the full like eight minute video. There wasn't audio that was like audible really for all of it, and let, except when he was at the podium. Mm-hmm but even when he's just given the tour yeah and it's like him talking to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George he is fired up dude yeah. <laughs> he's got a hard hat on and he's like standing with a bunch of construction workers and NBA players it was the weirdest thing but it was awesome so I went and looked at like the because I wanted to know what it was you know exactly and I went to into the Intuit Dome Wikipedia page started reading about the forum and controversies over that uh In March 2019, leaked emails revealed that Irving Azoff attempted to lure the Lakers back to the forum after their lease of Staples was up. Uh, Nothing came of the the proposal. Uh, His proposal to repurpose the forum was a uh, way as a scene of preventing the Clippers from building their own arena in Inglewood. uh, Because Madison Square Garden Company uh, owns the forum, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which whatever i knew nothing about this then you click on irving azoff and it's just such a weird life like he was his first client uh as a manage in management was ario speedwagon (laughs) yeah (laughs) like his second was dan fogelberg and the last note uh musically on his page is uh that in 2018, Nicki Minaj accused Azov of orchestrating a smear campaign against their upcoming tour. He later became her manager.
1: That's amazing. I mean, you know, that's so
0: <laughs> those two good things happened all 50 around. years apart, but in between, uh, he produced Fast Times, Urban Cowboy, and Above the Rim. Yeah, uh, and is a part of Madison Square Garden Company. It's like, damn, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean the uh, it it reminds me of Clive Davis, like any of those right, like uh, media giants that have a long career. It's like it'll start with Janis Joplin and also include Puffy. Uh, you know that that's that's how this stuff goes. If you're just at the top, like culture changes a lot, but you know the rich people controlling it. Uh, you know, kind of once they get entrenched, it's hard to get them out uh
0: fascinating wikipedia pages though <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah it does makes for some great <laughs> wikis the clive davis documentary is good I, I bet there's an irving azoff documentary either out or uh coming out at some point point. and
0: he looks great like he's old as fuck he's 75
1: he looks, clive's <laughs> pretty
0: older. old clive doesn't look horrible for 90
1: yeah no definitely i mean you know they've been very boy this uh Blood picture boys. of him on his wiki in 76 that guy fucks.
0: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> yeah. Producing, he's he's the uh, manager for Dan Fogelberg and, and the Eagles <laughs> in the 70s? Yeah. he just got like a track jacket and records. an afro. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Baller shit. So
1: uh, I've also uh, been on Wikipedia. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to. No, no. I got a lot to say about my wiki dives, so I don't want to preclude you from anything
0: uh i w- remember when i said i wanted to start giving you tasks sure uh alex jones had a bit part in a movie called amerageddon oh no i don't like the title it's on amazon
1: <laughs> it's exactly right.
0: what you think it is globalists new world order they gotta fight back seems to kind of have the same plot as that uh kevin sorbo effort it's just the bit part why not make him the lead i know might have been too busy (laughs) maybe she
1: got some other stuff
0: going on i was dying laughing uh in one of my cool text threads uh that you're not in Mm -hmm. of uh somebody did a a smash of alex jones in in court and i wish i would have watched all that i might one day (laughs) and the attorney is like uh his uh the prosecution is like uh Uh, is it true that you have made comments uh, on your show about powerful people in the world uh, being involved in a uh, cabal of pedophilia and he goes you mean like bill and hillary clinton with jeffrey epstein (laughs) like he didn't put on courtroom bedside manner at all like he's like yeah fuck yeah because that's happening and immediately the reaction was the ufc joe rogan oh (laughs) <laughs> like the I don't know what knockout it was or someone breaking their leg but yeah. I've watched that like 20 times that's a great clip um I have one Wikipedia thing if you'll leave me time for it well you know how much time we have so just uh AJ proceed. I wanted to
1: briefly mention that uh Joe uh yeah it was whenever he was talking to Louis mentioned uh AJ's a TBI guy traumatic brain injury sufferer that like whenever he was so at he says Rockwell i He acts like you. Yeah, whenever I heard it, I'm like, that's an interesting part that's, like, really completing the picture. No one, like, if he was just, if he just had your brain, he wouldn't act like that, you know?
0: Yeah, but he didn't used to act like this, though. I mean, Like, I know he's always had a bent for, you know, coast to coast, but he didn't used to act like this. I mean, I think he's a drunk who's on so much speed, it's not even funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, me too uh but you know uh that all would i like if i mean i i don't know to some extent uh if if you say traumatic brain injury then like anything else i'm like ah yes of course you know like uh, yeah, yeah. uh but like
0: I, maybe that's why he has those problems yeah uh
1: yeah. you know if if i had a traumatic brain injury i might do a lot of drugs and drink to try and cope you know like and joe's telling of it of like that it it kind of like comes and goes I I don't know that that makes some sense to me, and that it that it would come and go, and like as your brain breaks down naturally over time, uh, that like the consequences become more severe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not anywhere close to someone who should be commenting in public about this because I don't have a sufficient understanding
0: of the material. But uh, my only my only point was just going to be that uh, I feel like him putting out there that he had a traumatic brain injury is is certainly possible. Maybe you had more than one, but also that's kind of a tough guy football, I played football, thing to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, got, I had three con- Guess what? I'm positive I've had at least four concussions. Yeah. And I'm not saying they haven't had any effect on me. Maybe they have. But if you play football your whole life, you're going to end up with at least one concussion, if not multiple contusions. And then that just lends into is I was a real tough guy. Got my brain knocked around when I was playing football rock wall.
1: Uh, I mean he, his was like uh, the some a guy fight. like yeah picked him up threw his fucking head on the concrete that's also happened to me <laughs> yeah well I mean
0: that's that's bad
1: that's mine was a bad. foot a foot to the head yeah that, but it is bad that's not good no um
0: yeah no at least they'll I, let you go to sleep now huh I think that wives tale has been disproven oh yeah 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 I heard about that cause I was up for like 24 hours
1: the one time i got a big concussion i was laying in bed the whole time like from you know like like i got inside yeah. the house and laid i was down. laying in
0: bed but they're like you got to stay awake yeah no one I'm, no one of my yeah, family not, knew that
1: i didn't hear I'm nine i was like surprised whenever whenever the craig miller uh was that the the great game that he had the head injury i think so that was the first time i'd ever heard that people were concerned about going
0: to sleep. Man, that was a big player in my house. Yeah. Because my brother was clocking once every five, six months. Yeah. It like. I mean, we were ahead of the
1: curve, science-wise. The yeah, it is .0. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> the tech hub.
1: So whenever people, in the, uh, you know, fans of the podcast, people in the IJB universe look back on this week, I think that it will come to be understood universally as uh, the week that TC spent reading the Senate torture report. Okay, a little Abu Ghraib? Uh, Abu Ghraib's not that big a part of it, I don't think. I don't know. This is more, uh,
0: what's his name? Is it uh, John Yu? John Yu's definitely up in there. Definitely, He's, definitely. I thought he was like the architect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least to, into getting it like... Uh, <laughs> quote legal.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, that happened after they'd been doing it for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, but uh no, I, I think the Brunigs mentioned seeing the movie The Report and they gave uh, you know Neutral a good review. And uh I was like, you know what? I meant to see that. I never did. I'd like to and then once I did, I'd say it's I'd say it's really good. And uh then I'm just you know off and interested in the material. Um, the, the guy that it's about, the guy that Adam Driver plays, the Senate investigator, um, also did a companion podcast, like with the release of the movie where it's just him being like, yeah, this, this happened, this is how it happened. Like, here's some more details. There's like them talking to, uh, other people and, you know, that are like, invo- were involved in the reporting at the time and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's really good. Uh, the whole thing, you know, I, I expect I recommend the uh, the entire report extended universe. Um, here's a, a tagline: It's a, a great movie about how cool Dianne Feinstein
0: is. So, <laughs> I thought you'd really like that. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever uh, conjured those t- words together in a way that made any sense to me.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's the part. Why?
0: Because she was anti-torture.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's the one, uh, you know, like, if, if the only thing you know about her is this story, I think we do have to, in some small degree, give it up. But, you know, uh, it's not the only thing I know, so I will not, under any circumstance, give it up um but uh you know
0: what's tight is to end of your political career by seeing by saying i haven't made a decision yet and then have a reporter show you a printed out statement from your campaign saying she's retiring. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely like if we're not going to have age limits yeah that needs to at least be the threshold and, and even when she knew where she was
1: uh she had some positions that i really disagree with um but uh you know she like she was the only per- I'm mean, not the only person there's everyone on the committee or, you know, several people on the committee. Um, but, you know, the the White House fucking fought him tooth and nail. Uh, this was a, a really fun part about the movie, in my opinion, was uh, the, you know, I guess the big villain is the guys coming up with the torture program and carrying it out. Uh, but they're never like on screen fighting the hero. So the the arch villain that's like on screen telling the hero like shut the fuck up, don't you know, go away uh, is uh, Obama's chief of staff will McDonough or Dennis McDonough. I always get him fucked up. It's uh, will McDonough is uh, Sean McDonough's dad who's the Boston sports writer. Dennis McDonough is the Obama chief of staff. But yeah, seeing Obama's chief of staff be played by John Hamm is like, uh, you know, the guy who's like fucking being like, listen, it's not that big a deal. Just let them torture and fucking don't uh, expose them uh, was amazing. So, you know, if you if you were expecting the Obama White House to do the kind of courageous things that Diane did, uh, you would have been sorely disappointed. We needed Diane on that wall.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, uh, too, because uh, John Hamm, a guy with a history of torture, (laughs) (sighs) you're like, fuck, this is easy. Show up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody can, with a straight face, look back at the Obama administration and, like, morally feel good about foreign policy. Yeah. Whether it's the fucking... Man, I can't remember what the meme was. There were some great drone memes with Obama. <laughs> yeah, and they uh
1: they even work in uh Feinstein's being like uh you know, they're being fucking jerks about this. I don't know why. I gave them the total green light on this drone program.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, all right. Then that, maybe that the one's movie quick. should like I'm glad they worked that in that that Diane was not on the right side of history every single time, but perhaps we could pause and think about this a little more. Uh, and it was in the podcast part, they made the point about uh, seeing the two is like very related, like that Obama, whenever he's like, OK, I campaigned on saying this torture stuff is bad, um, but I'm not going to let them just fucking hit me about not doing anything about terrorism. How about instead of capturing them and torture them, we just fucking blow up their families and any families nearby uh, instead and it'll be quick <laughs> yeah yeah um so like you know they're it's it's all part of the same ter- counterterrorism tapestry uh but yeah while uh obama was in office was a lot of the time that this uh reports being put together and uh whatever they're you know as portrayed in the movie whenever they're uh, getting like close to the truth in like uh you know um really putting the cia in a tough spot the cia uh spied on them like they did fucking surveillance on the senate oversight committee members hell yeah and then uh worked up a a a false criminal referral so he just lied to the uh, department of justice about uh what the senate people had done and tried to get charges against them um the only way that they like were able to get out of that is that like they they did? They were like, "How about instead of uh, you charging us, we charge you with spying on us?" Like the the only way that you would be able to get the things that you're talking about, you're worried about us doing, is if you had broken a ton of laws, <laughs> and we're gonna do something about that. Um, the it happened in uh, 2014, I think, was the whenever the Senate changed from Dem the Republican, and by the time. So the office of the inspector general was like, yeah, I recommend charges like this is definite wrongdoing. Uh, but then it got to the Republican Senate and they were like, actually, we think all of this is great. We have no problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, you know, and uh, whatever the report was being released, like the Senate asked the White House to, you know, do their review or whatever. Um, they did a ton of stuff to, like, jerk him around about that review, and then whenever it came back, the whole th- fucking thing's redacted. Like, uh, one of the big things, probably the big thing, uh, is just the stuff about uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the mastermind of 9-11, and the way that we treated him upon capture, which, like, no one thinks that we should treat him real well, but I think any kind of person with a brain and a conscience reading of the details would be, like, this is too much. I don't think we should do this to anyone, even the mastermind of 9-11. Um, and uh, that whole section, like just every single thing about it, the White House had blacked out. Um, and they they were able to, you know, get... I think it's just Diane's making the calls uh, about like what, what does end up being blacked out or not. And so, uh, you know, this guy, I think his name is Daniel Jones. Uh which is also the name of the Giants' quarterback, Jake. If you want to talk yeah, about sports, yes, before. it is. Um, let me make sure I'm not uh, getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Daniel Jones. Um, so yeah, Jones is sitting there being like, "We got to let this stuff out," uh, and ultimately they do. I mean, just the you know the important stuff on all this is I I think that even someone like Daniel Jones, you, you kind of get the idea that he, he he definitely really doesn't like the torture, but he's he's pretty laser-focused on the fact that it, it didn't work. So, like, you know, if if you torture Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and you find out that, like, there's another plot coming... You uh, can't try him, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they said that they're going to make an attempt. There was some kind of uh, talk about... Like, in, in the podcast, which was released in 2019, they said that by 2021, they would put him on trial. And I'm like... You guys don't know that COVID's coming. That's definitely going Mm -hmm. to delay it. But uh, yeah, yeah, it seemed ambitious regardless. But yeah, that's that's one of the lines in the movie is like, you know, he's the worst guy ever and you've made it so that we can't try him. Like no jury can hear about what we're doing. And I mean, especially the people thinking that, like learning about it at the time, because I think, to me, this, the movie reveals how close we were to the public never, ever coming close to hearing anything about it. I mean, like, we knew about the torture program. that, Like, that word leaked out while Bush was in office, you know, things of that nature. But uh, all of the details here, which are a ton of details that are really interesting and important, um, you know, it's – very very narrow whether or not this ever gets found out and this is kind of the point that jones ends the podcast on is like when you look at the extraordinary circumstances that it took for us to learn what the cia was doing in this facet of its existence what do you think they're doing in all of the other facets yeah (laughs) you know like Uh, there has to be just a ton of shit that never got an investigation like this, or it did get one like this and the Senator ordering it got cold feet at the end. The way that Diane is portrayed is coming pretty close to, um, you know, like there, it's just easy to see either that like Republicans were in charge and they were like under no circumstance will this ever be like released or, that, you know, Democrats got leaned on by like, you're going to kill men and women in the field. Uh, McDonough definitely like went to the press or maybe not went to the press. Maybe it was just like, uh, you know, emails to the people considering it or whatever. But, uh, you know, loudly decrying like, uh, you know, th- this this is going to get good men killed. And like, you know, it didn't. But uh, you can always say that and they always do. And there's a lot of people that like, you know, take a great pause whenever they're, that's being said. But, yeah, uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and everyone else who was ever tortured never gave them information they couldn't have gotten any other way. Never. Um, Yeah, what's
0: up? Sorry. No, I was just going to say I'd forgotten about this. Not about the incident, but about the involvement. I I halfway wonder if he uh, had all of these uh, other crimes, like 1993 – yeah. Uh, 2001, all these other plans. Sears Tower wanted to kill Jimmy Carter but didn't cut off Daniel Pearl's head on video if things would have been so tough for him. Like that's like the Ray Rice of uh, <laughs> of international relations.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, he did a lot. Uh, but I, I, I think that uh, if he only does 9-11, that he probably has essentially the same place in history. Maybe. But man. He's a bad guy. Um you, I'd rather forget. But yeah, no, the the stuff about the legal justification is interesting. Like, you know, the the conditions they have to operate under for it to be legal under their understanding is that they have to get intelligence that they couldn't have obtained by other means. Uh and like their their definition They can approve that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all fucking squirrely, but, like, they they didn't, you know? Like, they they never got anything that they didn't already have. Like, the... You know, this is another big part of it, too, is militaries have understood this for a long, long time. The CIA testified to this in, like, the 80s, that uh, you just don't, like... torture yields bad intelligence like it's it's not something where someone's like i'm gonna give up you know what i fucking you know wasn't going to before uh you know i mean it seems like a lot of these guys just did tell them everything that they knew and you know you don't know yet whether or not it's everything they really know uh so you just keep torturing them and like there's no fucking you know benefit to that um, and some people are just not going to give it up. Like, uh, you know, McCain said that, uh, he never did and he was tortured for what? Fucking several years. And he's, you know, also in this, uh, boy, I, it's hard to speak this glowingly about a movie that, that gives it up to Diane and McCain at the, uh, at the same time. <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever they, they did good things in this very narrow, uh, lens. um, Whenever they're talking about the origins of the program, it's a real bummer. Uh, just the uh, – you've heard of Sears School. I think that we asked uh, Michael Sertain about attending Sears School on this podcast because I know that he has been. Um, I know the term. Yeah, it's, it's whatever uh, – I mean, in, in his case, and I, I think that there's other uses than this, but in his case, anyone who's uh, going to fly a plane for the military – you have to be prepared for what happens if that plane gets downed in enemy territory. They don't yeah. want the first time that you encounter torture to be at the hands of an enemy combatant. So they torture you for like four days. Uh, yeah. And it's, you know, whatever you just think about like uh, what it is, uh, it's it's the only place in government or as far as I know, you know, I don't know all of government. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a place in government. Where people are thinking in a concentrated way about what are the worst things that you could do to a person. Like, that's, you know, a task that they're given uh, to figure that out and then do it to our soldiers. And that's where the torture program came from. It was dudes who were involved with Sears School that was like, uh, what if we just did this stuff ourselves? Like, what if what if the stuff that we're worried about our worst enemies committing against our soldiers, what if we did those things? And I don't know, whenever I just look at that logic, I'm like, well, that would make you as bad as our worst enemies. Isn't that <laughs> something you would like to avoid? Um, they uh, also did a lot of uh, name-checking studies about learned helplessness, uh, which, like, those studies are so fucked up. Uh, like, it's got – like, I, I, I don't know. I'm somewhat bothered that uh, – because I, I remembered hearing about this learned helplessness stuff recently like a couple weeks ago hearing about these studies outside of this context and in the context i was hearing them about i was like boy that stuff is fucked up but it is doing a lot for humanity that we do know about that but then i i've I've been racking my brain i don't remember what it was i remember having that thought but i don't remember what the benefit was so uh i I, you know whatever i i can't fully make that point because I, i forgot but uh The study was uh, they put uh, dogs in a cage. They put a fence in the middle of the cage and they would electrify one part of the cage. The dog would hop over the fence uh, to the non-electrified part of the cage. And like, you know, this is my point. Shocking dogs is fucked up. Like anyone who's like (laughs) sitting there like throwing the switch, like you're a bad guy. Um, But then they would, uh, you know, take the same dogs, put them in the cage and electrify both parts. So they would hop over the fence and it would, there would there'd be no, you know, relief. Uh, they'd still be electrocuted. And uh, those dogs, they did it enough. Like they were able to do it enough that they got so fucked up that like even if you like, uh, you know, open the door to the cage, they wouldn't try to go out. Like, you know, presumably because they have some sense that like, well, hopping over the fence didn't help. So nothing can help you know, I am helpless. It's learned helplessness. And this is what they were, this is their goal was to like induce this in humans and, you know, make them think like, you know, the, these people have so broken me that like, there are no options left, but yeah. to tell them everything I know. Uh, and I don't know, just, I guess this is hard to, certainly at the time, I understand being worried about what the next nine eleven is, but it seems quaint now, right? Like, you know, it, the way that everything worked now, it's like Al Qaeda was never very like they they pulled off one big thing, but like other than that, they just were some fucking idiots running around the desert with little resources. And, you know, it's kind of insane that they were able to do the one big thing they did. But the idea that there was a second big thing is fucking nuts and like clearly not going to happen. But you know, I, I understand how no one felt that way on nine twelve.
0: Yeah, no, on nine twelve, uh, among other things, we basically thought that uh Osama bin Laden was making Teslas inside a mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of my favorite images from the era, man. I know it happens every year on nine eleven, the thread gets posted, but yeah, the side cutout view of the inside of of uh of the lair is just God, it's good. This is this is where he is. This is what it looks <laughs> okay. like. He's got a he's got uh he's got a sonos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even uh, even home. before I watched this movie, I was thinking about like, can you imagine what it would have been like if there was something the next week of like anything similar scale? Like what if they blew up another building the next week?
0: Life would be very, very different right now.
1: I, like I don't Very know different. how much more extreme we could have been but I I know that we would have found it you like that's it would
0: not have it would not have been by a factor of two yeah 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 you know no, what I you're mean right like it would have been exponentially different because that it, it would be way different now that yo oh,
1: yeah yeah I mean that that is what we all were wondering you know like I I certainly felt like maybe this stuff just starts happening all the time now oh yeah uh and you know we we just got the best case scenario outcome on that one uh and you know i don't know no guarantees at the time that that was how it was going to go yeah uh but i don't think the torture program contributed in any way to uh the fact that uh, there were no further attacks um it made me think about uh another big movie uh the whole Earpand. time. I'm, yes. Uh, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, uh, this is an interesting contrast to Zero Dark 30. Like, uh, you know, yeah. Zero Dark 30 uh, was made, We've it's since come out. There was an extremely high level of coordination between the makers of the movie and the CIA. Sure. Uh, I learned it actually was because uh the guy mark bull who uh who wrote the movie and catherine bigelow and mark bull were already working together uh the you know woman who ended up directing it um they were working together on a movie called uh tora bora that was about uh
0: whoa the near the near capture or kill yes
1: yeah america were, don't want to see that one they were just telling that story <laughs> Uh, and Bigelow and Bull sat uh, at a table at the White House correspondence Dinner with Leon Panetta, the CIA director. CIA, yeah. And uh, told him, hey, we're thinking about making this movie called Tora Bora. And uh, he was like, you know what? Uh, let's talk about that. You know, like, uh, he's like, we, we would love to help. And uh, then whenever Bin Laden gets killed, they're like, how about instead of that, like within like a day, they're like, How about instead of that we do this? And he's like, I like that way better. I don't this know. This is, he is a
0: tremendous missed opportunity, dude. This is a fucking two part. I would part love to th- see Toro Bora. This is a two part thriller.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like It could have the and, whole Toro Bora extended universe. This would yeah, be great.
0: And even as anti TV guy, uh these days, um, I would have absolutely watched a ten-episode series of the story of Zero Dark Thirty, and I would have watched a ten-episode series about pretty much anything in the American military over the last forty years. Yeah, like, as just long as people
1: that. make stuff like Generation Kill, you'll watch it.
0: Is that your pledge? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, these are life-changing events that happened during my uh, nascent adulthood. Yeah, you know, and I—that's—that's. That's, but I would do this. I would watch. Dude, I would watch a 10-part HBO series about our attempts to uh, prop up the Iranian regime. Like, I want to see John Hamm playing that, playing that that drunk guy from the CIA they sent over there. Yeah, that'd be great. They just fucked the whole thing up. God, that'd be and great. And it concludes with the marches in the street in 1979. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I no, mean, just, are, uh, are you those
1: presenting as the uh, climactic, uh, you know, hero moment is uh, Dead when America they loses? capture the American embassy? <laughs> yes. I don't know if I can go with you on that. I can. Well, be, well
0: uh, here's the thing. Over half the world can.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: All I right. So do I have a w-
1: feel for those families. Good, of
0: course, yeah. Good, no, good I feel families. for the. Uh, I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah, no, uh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm with. You. Uh, two things, real quick here. As we were just talking about this, uh, I, I, I think I had read this before, but uh, this is a quick hit. How much do you know about like the invasion of East Timor? None at all. And I don't even know if I'm saying that right because I don't know heard where East Timor is. So it's like near Indonesia.
1: Okay. And it might actually
0: be Indonesia now. I don't know. But well, they got uh, invaded. It was part of the Cold War. Okay. So they had some leftist radical, you know, rebels, and Indonesia wanted to wanted to do what they what they were propped up by the Americans and by, you know, the Saudis. They wanted to do what they were doing at that time, which is get these fucking people out of here. Right. Yeah. There was a lot of oil there. Uh, in that you know, in in East Timor, so this is 1975. Indonesia invades. This is Kissinger heyday, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only got to this because Khalid Sheikh Mohammed had a plot to uh attack a U.S. oil company in Sumatra, Indonesia, as it says here, quote, owned by the Jewish former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Oh boy! So what you see what happened here is the United States had like a a silence policy you know and said hey regarding uh this just go do it we'll back you we'll give you what you need but we're not commenting on this we're in the shadows here so they take it over there's a shit ton of oil there and a few years later henry kissinger owns an oil company <laughs> boy <laughs> in that I'm part uncomfortable of uncomfortable uh, with that in, <laughs> in that part of what i believe actually then became uh you know it's an island in Indo- indonesia sumatra so That's just an all-timer right there, dude. And this is the sort of thing when people are like, are you a conspiracy theorist? Like, no, I'm not. I'm just a Uh, facts guy. I'm just going to point you to uh, the guy who was basically running the world at the time saying, yes, you can invade them. And as soon as this shit is over, set me up with uh, all of the oil reserves on one of these islands. I am going to need to wet the beak. (laughs) It's So much, so much Uh, beak wetting. So fucking drench the beak. I don't feel as dumb about that one as I do about this one. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I didn't watch the uh, Daniel Day-Lewis Abraham Lincoln movie. Uh-huh. Uh, was there a series also at some point? Like, what is our canon Abe stuff? Like, not vampire, none of that shit. Is there I, anything else I'm out sure there that, that I,
1: there's a ton of stuff made like a over series? time. But I, I don't recall anything other than the Spielberg movie.
0: Okay, so... I was very ignorant on this matter, okay? Like, I know the, the names of the people involved, the theater, his wife's there, etc. Okay. I did not know that John Wilkes Booth was like the most famous a- actor in America at the time. <laughs> uh,
1: he wasn't. It's uh, his brother. Well, they were both pretty famous. Yeah, he's like uh, Casey Affleck.
0: Uh, Maybe. I don't know. They describe it in some of the stuff I've read as like he was a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, certainly someone everyone knew. Or I mean, I don't. I guess I have questions about what cultural penetration was. Yeah, I don't know how much
0: everybody knew anything. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But to the extent, if you had heard of an American actor, then you'd probably heard of John Wilkes Booth
0: and his brother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And so yeah, he's a. (laughs) I did. I didn't know that, and I guess that's important because.
1: Yeah. No, it's insane to think about.
0: Yeah, like let's not let's not do like uh, Tom Cruise, but I don't know. <laughs> let's use John Hamm again. I guess John Hamm just kills Biden at the Oscars or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he was a uh, working enough of an actor where he got his mail at the theater. <laughs> yeah, that's- and that's why he knew like every in and out of the place. Like, and he could just show up there anytime he wanted and have free run, even if he wasn't performing. Yeah. And uh, at some point, he also uh, fell off a little bit because he stopped performing plays that had any bent of abolitionist, uh, like air to them.
1: Boy, and you can imagine the Hollywood libs of the time were probably no making fucking countless
0: abolition movies. He only wanted to make the Amerageddon of the night of the 18th <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I also didn't know how long he made it afterward.
1: Yeah, no, it's not like he got killed that night. Uh, no. Some dispute about how long he made it afterward, Jake. You know about that? Uh, No. Sorry. I know how they got there. it. Um, well, you Coming know, s- some would say that they didn't, my friend. Uh, oh, there really? was There was a guy uh, in Granbury who operated a saloon on the square. There's like the... Building where it was in is, uh, like, still bears the name that, that he used at the time. The one that, like, says, like, St. Helens over it. Um, and that guy uh, fell ill and thought that he was dying. And on his deathbed, like, called in his closest friend in Granbury and was like, I have a secret to tell you. I'm fucking made it out of that barn that night. I'm John Wilkes Booth. Oh, okay. And then, like, he recovered and, like, did live for a while longer. Uh... But, like, uh, you know, whatever. So there was some – I have a book. Someone made a book uh, just, like, you know, fully – like, let's say that Granberry is important, (laughs) you know? Like, what what kind of case can I make for you? Uh, And, you know, um, uh, John Wilkes Booth did die in that barn that night. But uh, I've always thought it was real fun that we at least had a slightly convincing impersonator living in Granberry at one time
0: yeah i mean that's a weird one to pick up you know <laughs> yeah
1: like, i'd I'd go with i'm a Lincoln. that's yeah uh, yeah way cooler <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so a couple other things um so i didn't know that like you know obviously like with any assassination attempt or plot or whatever there's gonna be a lot of lead up dude they had been trying to kidnap this dude for like years wilkes booth uh lincoln oh okay john wilkes, yeah. booth had, john wilkes booth had been trying to fuck him up for a long time oh really i didn't yeah, know for, that yeah uh, i mean i guess it makes sense yeah it's, 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 not,
1: just, it's not like with the civil war ending was what upset people
0: <laughs> well so it got worse when he got reelected. yeah sure so when he got reelected uh that's kind of when he was like look this this shit is it's it's gone too far so they tried they tried to nap him a couple different times they tried to kidnap uh, him the
1: reelection, there was big shenanigans on that uh like you know whenever people like talk about like statehood for puerto rico today and uh you know people are like well that's just a partisan thing we we could never make a move like that it's like so partisan uh the longest telegraph ever sent was uh the nevada constitution uh because they were rushing so hard to get nevada made a state so that it could enter the union so that lincoln could win re-election like damn it was an explicit like get this done fucking now because like we're gonna lose unless we get nevada in there and uh we gotta win this civil war so uh you know let's go <laughs>
0: Couple other notes uh, that I was wholly unaware of. Uh, booth made in October, I think, of '64, right before the election, an unexplained trip to Montreal, which was a center of clandestine Confederate activity. Ooh, never would have thought it.
1: Yeah, I, I, a, a real a black mark on Montreal. They, they you know, whatever. They're just like, oh, we're cool. We're kind of French nowadays. Uh, Dude, they never me tell mentioned you something.
0: that. Let me tell you something. Uh huh. Awesome city to visit. So you could kind of feel
1: a hundred percent whenever you were in the paris club you were like boy i'll bet
0: confederates are definitely f- first of all yes that's the greatest strip club on earth uh we were we were not there very long it was me and blake actually with a guy who worked for the stars mm-hmm. uh and it was pretty apparent that we did not Madonna. Have, have the money to stick around there um no but like a side note on montreal they do have some pretty like draconian shit there like a dude who listens to our podcast lives there and was like yeah they're pretty like they won't even like entertain the idea of educating my son until he's like fully fluent in french
1: yeah 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 i remember and he's that like debate. we
0: don't speak french <laughs> uh, so i don't know there's a big, bunch big of stuff mk like ultra that. hub
1: montreal really? the allen memorial hospital in montreal is that also uh, kind of uh, makes the, sense the worst stuff of mk ultra the like truly unhinged uh, like fucking up random people's lives for no reason just making just destroying their
0: entire life uh, that's wild i did not know that yeah it's bad bad deal so i guess uh booth's thing was that he was embarrassed that he didn't join the confederate army sure, and mike had decided not to and was like ah, i'm a coward i gotta do something about this i uh, had a couple of different uh he tried to uh possibly kidnap him at the second inauguration bad idea Lot going on there. That would have been theater idea. Better insane. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. He did later remark that uh, uh, during the inauguration. Later, he remarked about his quote, "Excellent chance to kill the president if I had wished." Um, they tried to intercept him en route to a hospital, where I guess there was actually a play being performed at a hospital, and they had uh, he had changed plans. So they're waiting on the road there to kidnap him on on his way to this hospital. He doesn't show up. April 12th, 65 years that uh, Robert E. Lee has surrendered. And uh, I think the day before, dude, he was like stalking the president. So he's in the crowd the day before outside the White House. Lincoln gives an impromptu speech from his window. During the speech, Lincoln stated that he was in favor of granting suffrage to the former slaves and infuriated. Booth declared to those around him, this is the last uh, last speech Lincoln will ever make. Uh someone should have done something about the guy yeah, saying that. I know. Maybe he was just telling, like, his team. Secret, Secret had a Service team.
1: hadn't been invented yet?
0: He had a team. Well, I don't know how how on board they were either. One of his boys uh, got too fucked up at the uh, bar at the theater, and he didn't do his bit. Um, Booth was fucked up when he did it. He had been in the bar for, like, three hours. He didn't watch the play. So people were just getting hammered and like being like, I got some crazy shit to do here. Um, yeah. So the secretary of state got stabbed. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of law there. And then my, the last thing I'll leave you with is just, um, so I think he made it like two weeks and he eventually got to uh, some Confederate sympathizers uh, house. Mm-hmm. A family. That's this is where he hid in the barn and they burned it down. Yeah. So that uh, you know, he had people that were sympathetic to his cause and would help him throughout you know um, his journey. So he tells him he's a Confederate uh, soldier who's wounded, uh, possibly from when he jumped from the balcony to the stage to recite a line from Caesar. Uh, also, possibly when he had like a a fucking like, spare bad gay. horse that fell. It is very. <laughs> Um, so he's staying with this family, he's having dinner with them and, uh, they find out, I guess, through, you know, their two week later mail of, uh, Lincoln's death and that there's a huge reward for, uh, John Wilkes Booth capture. Uh, Booth had no, had no reaction other of, of to uh, ask family if they would turn in the fugitive should they had the opportunity god damn it i wish i could have seen that scene (laughs) they're just like eating their gruel and he's like that's nuts man the president's shit who would do that like how much are they offering (laughs) they're like oh yeah it's you know our equivalent of like a 100 grand and he's like i mean you you don't need that right you would you guys are living right you wouldn't you would do that would you i mean come on garrett family yeah and the uh 11 year old son said I would. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's keep him home from school today. don't you fucking go to bed, Richard? (laughs) That's
1: nuts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, a couple days later, they catch up with him. They're hiding in the tobacco barn, and they just (smack) burn it down. Got burned down that barn. I don't Um, know. You know, they they should tell you more in school about uh, Abe Lincoln's assassination. Like, the cool shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. No, I, I never had anyone lay it out like that. Uh, it's like, oh,
0: he wanted slaves to be free and be legal. There was a guy, uh, and be able to vote. There's a guy who didn't like that. He killed him at a play. I'm like, oh, okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, nah, man, I don't know. It, that is fucking crazy. Um, to uh, to just uh, finish the zero dark Dirty point. Uh, oh, my bad.
0: I thought you were done. I wouldn't have started no, talking no, no. if you I'm were. I'm sorry,
1: I'm glad you got it. No, dude, I'm glad you got it in. We can go back and forth, it's fine. Um, just uh, as they were like putting together the report that uh, the the, you know, the 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 movie the report is about, um, like one of the major contentions here, like the, the CIA basically thinks that if they can like convince people that uh, it led to important intelligence, that like then they're good, right? Um, like that was the the like the the John U legal justification. Um, it, it, like the, kind of the two big, like, uh, mechanisms there is, uh, one saying that like, if you got intelligence, you couldn't gotten any other way, then, uh, it's, it's worth it. And two, like defining, like, it's like a, you can't tort, like there was, you know, some, I think the Geneva convention or, or no, it was, uh, they were looking at a, a, a law. They, they said that the Geneva convention didn't apply to Al Qaeda cause it's not like another country. Um, and then they said that uh, the the are like national rules about national laws about uh, how to handle that sort of thing. There was a part in there that's, that was like you can't torture people, but it's like, well, they don't define t- torture. Uh, we found another law. Uh, the, it was like a Medicare law that like defined torture. And uh, it basically was like as long Genius. as you don't cause uh, fucking organ failure. Like torture is organ failure. You know, so like if, if you're doing something where like all their organs work at the end of it, um, then uh you're fine. Uh, <laughs> wow. Pretty yeah, broad. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh like even under that definition, they, they failed both counts. Uh there was a guy who died. One of the one of the detainees died, which like you know, is more than organ failure. It's all of the organs failing. Uh, and then they didn't get any intelligence they couldn't have gotten any other way. They never got any, any piece of anything that they didn't already have. Um, and so, uh, you know, but this, this is something where the CIA is constantly fighting them over and over about whether or not that's true. Um, you know, the, the, the source on Jones for all of it, they, they the CIA wouldn't let him talk to anyone. Uh, but they gave him uh, all the emails, like all the communications. And he says in the podcast that uh, there was like a instant messaging system at the CIA where the people there uh, appeared to not understand that it was being archived. Like, huh. you know, you remember the early days of uh, AOL Instant Messenger and you're like, I can say anything and there's no consequences because yeah. it goes away. Um, that was how they treated the CIA's AOL Instant Messenger. Um, and so Age, he had, sex
0: preferred torture methods.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had all kinds of stuff that people were like, well, I wasn't under the impression that it was going to be kept. Um, <laughs> fucking work for the CIA, bro. And They're so gonna- he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he can, uh, you know, just piece the, uh, that's how he got all this stuff, you know, is he's looking at the CIA's records of like, when, you know, whatever they think that they have, Something worth knowing. They write it down as a report. They file the report. Uh, whenever they want to uh, torture any of these guys, they, like, there's a formal process where they're like, we think he should be in the program. And like you apply and someone approves it. So you can see whenever these intelligence reports are being filed and you can see whenever the uh, enhanced interrogation techniques are being used. <laughs> and uh, you can know this stuff. And in Zero Dark Thirty... Uh, You know, a movie that's being made as this fight is playing out, like as Jones is going to the Senate and being like they didn't get anything and as the CIA is being like we would have lost the war on terror unless we got to do this. Uh, The CIA is talking to the producers of a movie that's being made about the capture of bin Laden. And uh, in that movie, they just advance the thing that the CIA said uh like they they make a move like as far as like you know fucking what kind of propaganda the cia was employing to uh get the this narrative out there that you know bin laden would be running free unless we had done this torture uh you know they 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 made a full-on fucking movie um saying that uh that this is how uh, it came to bin laden uh the guy uh, which is, I, I don't know, I don't remember if they use his name. I'm, surely they do. Uh, but I remember them talking about a courier all the time. I kind of meant to uh, re-watch all of Zero Dark Thirty in this light, but I didn't have anything approaching the time to do that. I'm a busy guy.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> there's uh, uh, Al-Kuwaiti is the uh, the guy who led us to Bin Laden, the courier. Uh, they learned about Al-Kuwaiti from a guy named Hassan Ghul. Uh, Ghoul told that uh, before they tortured him. They did torture Ghoul. Uh, but, you know, like I said, there's the, you know, the, they, they had not yet applied to, uh, use torture on ghoul, whatever they filed the intelligence report where they were like, yeah, we asked him, you know, who's, I mean, like, if you look at the ghoul thing, like he's got all of it, like they've got all of it, like in, you know, it was a long time before was killed a
0: little retroactive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, he's, he's like. He's in Pakistan, he's in this area, like this state. Yeah, you know, like it's uh the house you're looking for has got like these characteristics. it's gonna kinda look like this. Like he hadn't seen it, but like he knew, you know. And then uh then Obama you know, then Osama just uh kept going for many more years. Um but uh the the final thing I wanna say is just I don't know. Uh I feel like my personal journey, as far as caring about politics, is that uh, I've done it. Like I don't know, I, I still, uh, you know, happily vote for policies that uh, benefit the less powerful in society, and plan to do that for the, the rest of my life. Uh, but as far as like uh, getting emotionally caught up in like the personalities of people in the news. I feel like that's something that uh, we were uh, willing to do uh, a couple of years ago, and now I look back and I'm like, that's real nerd shit, you know. Uh, it's, it's I'm a little embarrassed. it's, it's not who I want uh, to be. Just like get just whenever you're like triggering too much emotions about like just fucking governmental figures. Uh, I don't know, you know. I I've I've seen the light, um, but going through all this stuff at the exact same time. That it's coming out that uh, Ron DeSantis is uh, was prominently involved in Guantanamo Bay and the torture program there. Uh, I gotta say, I'm I'm as like fucking like I'm. It's it's the first time in a while where I'm like I'm I'm sad. I'm upset. <laughs> uh, like this is this is the worst stuff that you could do. Uh, and like the things being levied against him. I mean, I guess he's not like uh, the guy pouring the water. But uh, he he would go in there as a lawyer, like you know, he was a, a military lawyer, and he would go in there and be like, uh, hey, um, you know, what, what what do you what didn't you like, you know, like what was the stuff that was like uh, too too far, or you know, like what what are your complaints, and and be like, you know, I'm a lawyer, I can help you, I can try and make it so that you know if, if some of the stuff passes a, a line um they, they, then we'll they'll stop doing it and uh they tell him all that and he just goes back to the people he's like this is what they really don't like keep doing that shit like that that was his fucking job and like he did it with fucking you know glee uh and i don't know man uh well
0: the good news is he's about to get trounced
1: <laughs> yeah i guess so but this the fact that he's a governor now like just this is this, like these kinds of people are exactly who like this is the worst part about our country. Like you know, I I love America. I'm I'm happy to be from America. It's a large country with a lot, the complicated history. There's a lot of bad, but there's also a lot of good. Like uh, you know, I, I I love it. Uh, but you know, the the things that I hate about it the most is this stuff. And and he's the guy, and he's the governor now
0: uh i don't know man honestly probably the governor now because of that yeah yeah Yeah, it's more than just like a happenstance occurrence but yeah yeah like
1: that you know the he all of his very like that he's got an impressive military history and a lot of connections and friends who are supporting him to the you know to get into congress it must come from uh you know the the good uh things he's doing and same kind of with the wondering what the cia is doing like we know, you know, or we've recently found out uh, about what he was doing there. Uh, the next thing he did was uh, be stationed in Fallujah, like at the height of the things that happened in Fallujah and uh, in Guantanamo. This is all in the podcast where uh, the guy initially made, Mansour, the detainee initially made the allegations. It, it ends with uh, pointing out that he was in Fallujah and that – in uh, guantanamo he was reporting to a guy in fallujah he had no superior you know what i mean like of course he had you know the president is the commander in chief uh but like you know there was no one around like you know, this was his unit this was like his thing to operate and like what do you think he did then uh it wasn't good like the the stuff there about like the just the way that people are treated and the surveillance it's, it's it's things that americans would not recognize but anyways uh i know that we've you know not got too much time left. That's everything I had to say. Uh,
0: well, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> we'll see you. All right, man. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one,
1: I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.